You're listening to the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast, Episode 30. It's time to look at weight loss in a whole new way. Instead of focusing on calories in, calories out, you'll learn how to use your brain to transform your body and heal your relationship with food. If you're ready to lose your weight for the last time, you're in the right place. Because it's more than what you eat. It's who you are when you're eating. This is the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. Here's your host, life and weight loss coach, Dr. Michelle Tupman. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited to share with you today an interview with Lauren Fonville. She is a EFT or emotional freedom technique practitioner. EFT is also referred to as tapping, and this is a technique which utilizes the body's energy meridian points. You essentially stimulate these meridian points by tapping on them lightly with your fingertips, literally tapping into your body's own energy and healing power. This can be an incredibly effective tool on your weight loss journey, particularly as it relates to food cravings and urges. As we know, cravings and urges are very much an emotional and physical experience. And by using the EFT technique or tapping, we can help ourselves process through those emotions and the experience of the craving in the body just a little bit more effectively. So without any further ado, here is the interview with Lauren. All right, everyone, welcome back to the podcast this week. Today, we have a wonderful guest with us. We have Lauren Fonville. Lauren is an integrative energy practitioner specializing in EFT tapping for stress, anxiety, and trauma. She guides her clients on a journey of self-healing and fully believes that we all have the answers within. Sometimes we just need a little help accessing them. And that's exactly what she helps her clients do. So here's Lauren. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm so happy to talk about this today, but why don't we start by um, having you tell us just a little bit about yourself and why tapping? Yeah, absolutely. So as you said, I am a uh, energy practitioner and I really specialize in, in EFT tapping. I use a variety of different modalities as well. Um, and that's really because of my journey and uh, what has ultimately brought me to tapping. So several years back, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety and stress and was feeling very overwhelmed. And it, I ended up signing up for yoga teacher training. And through that process and, and being around uh, other, other yogis, I was eventually introduced to Reiki. Um, and just being in that world, I eventually found EFT. And I've utilized each and every one of these practices to, to help me with my own anxiety and stress. But I truly feel like EFT was a real game changer for me. Because of that, I started using it with with my clients and it's brought them great results. So yeah, that's a little bit of kind of how, how I, uh, how I got to where I am. And I'm sure everybody is wondering at this point, like what exactly is EFT? 
Yeah. So EFT stands for emotional freedom technique. And I like to say that it really helps you do just that. It helps you find freedom from your emotions. And when I describe what it is to somebody who has never heard of it before, I often compare it to acupuncture simply because people are much more familiar with acupuncture. So when you go to an acupuncturist, you know, they take those little needles and they put them in at certain points on the body. And with tapping, instead of putting little needles, needles in, we are using acupressure and we are gently tapping on certain points of the body. And in doing so, you are helping to clear the meridians and the meridians are how energy moves through the body. So that's Mm -hmm. part of it. The other part is that you are, as you're tapping, you're simultaneously acknowledging the emotions that you're feeling in doing so all sorts of magical things can, can start to happen when you hold the space for really how you're feeling in the moment, which I feel like we as humans don't do enough. We don't really allow ourselves to feel the emotions enough. Um, because they're scary, right? Sometimes it can be intense when, when you're dealing with emotions like sadness, frustration, anger. Those are things we, we don't typically enjoy feeling, so we try to suppress it. And this is, this is a practice that really allows you to invite that in, to move through it, to feel better. And there's also a lot of, a lot of science behind it, you know, because I know that it can sound really kind of out there of this idea, well, tapping on, tapping on yourself can, can help you feel better. Right. But it, it really has been shown to help with a wide variety of conditions from anxieties and stress and overwhelm to, to physical conditions like, um, uh, physical pain. Like, like I've worked with several clients that have fibromyalgia. It really does just help you <laughs> help you feel better. So uh, I, I always just tell people to go into it with an open mind, and you have nothing to lose in in giving it a try and seeing if if it's a modality that can work for you. So this is I, I love everything that you said in there because for those who listen to my podcast on a regular basis or who are involved with my weight loss coaching programs, what we talk about more than anything else is the need to feel your feelings. Because when it, when it comes to the people and the women in particular in my sphere, our way of dealing with those uncomfortable emotions that we like to suppress is to eat them. Mm -hmm. Right. And so once we're able to, to learn how to move through those feelings, the emotional eating and the overeating um, stops. And so have you seen a role for EFT in, in weight loss, like particularly as it relates to emotional eating or, or urges? Yes. A hundred percent. It, it's exactly what you said. It allows you to really acknowledge the thoughts that I think particularly as women, we just have going in our head over and over and over again. It gives you some time to say that stuff out loud. And sometimes when you just, this, the simple act of saying something out loud that you've been thinking over and over again, and, and it feels really true when you're thinking it, when you take the time to tap and say it out loud, all of a sudden it, you, it, it can suddenly get to this point where like, wait a second, that's not true. That's ridiculous. You know, this new, this new awareness can, can happen. And it can be as, as quickly as, as just tapping on a few points and saying it out loud to trigger it. But, uh, you know, sometimes it takes more and and kind of peeling back the layers to get to the, get to the root of it. But tapping does help you, help you recognize that. And it's a, it's really a great tool to use, um, 
particularly in the moment when, if you're someone who's dealing with cravings and, you know, you need to have that chocolate, chocolate's my, you know, my thing. <laughs> you need to feel like you need that chocolate in the moment. If you take mm. a few minutes to tap on that desire uh, and that, and that craving, you will more than likely be able to reduce it to a point where eh, maybe I don't really need it anymore. So it can be okay. very, very powerful. So how would that look? Mm-hmm. Could you walk us through what, what that would look like if you were experiencing an intense craving for chocolate, or in my case, it's usually cheese or something, you know, like, like, like that. Yeah. How, what would you do to walk yourself through that with the tapping? So the first thing I would say is how intense is the craving? The first question I would ask is how intense is the craving on a scale mm-hmm. of zero to 10, 10 being the most intense, just simply to give yourself a, a range, right? Uh, give yourself a, an indicator so that you can kind of check back in where you and know then, where you're starting from, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know where you're starting from, and then you can you can see where you're where you're at and see if it's helping you at all along the way. If I if I was working with someone, right? So if if you and I are working in a one on one capacity, and you're telling me this, uh, we would just we would just start we would just start tapping, and uh, we we could say we could start with a sentence like even though I really want that chocolate, I really want it bad. I'm just, that's just how it is right now. I really want that chocolate. I really, really want that chocolate. And you can just, you can just tap using those simple words. I really, really want that chocolate and tap on all of the points and, and then see, do a round of tapping and see, do I, does it still feel just as intense as it did a few moments ago? If so, it's like, how do you think eating that chocolate is going to make you feel right? Maybe, and you know, the answer could be different for, for different people. Maybe it's going to make me feel calmer. Maybe it's going to, maybe you don't even know, you know, uh, but you, you can ju- just start to get curious about it. Like, why do I really, why do I really want it? And, um, and tap on and tap on those words. So it's kind of tapping really is this, this process of connecting the dots from one thing to the other, or you may be tapping, like, I really want that chocolate. And maybe you think of a time that you had that chocolate in the past and maybe it was a good experience. Maybe it was a bad experience, but it kind of just, you know, this memory, a memory randomly pops up. Then you can tap on that memory, even if you don't think it's related. Cause that often happens with tapping is that some, what feels like a random memory will come to mind. Right. And really. It's not so random. There's some sort of connection there, even if you don't know exactly what that is and uh, tapping can help to reveal that. Right. I remember when we were talking previously, Lauren, you told me a story about a woman and Coke. Yes. Remember that? Can can you share that story with us? Because I think that fits with what you're just saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there was this, there was this woman who loved her Coca-Cola, right? She would drink, I don't remember how many cans of, of Coke she would drink a day, but she was, she really enjoyed Coke. And so they had the Coke right there and open, opened it up. And, you know, you, you know, the sound that a soda makes and the fizz or whatever. And it's like, Oh, you know, when you hear that, what you really want it, you know, you get, you, maybe you're, you start salivating for that, for that Coke. And she really wanted that Coke. And so then she was asked to take a sip of the soda and she took a sip of the soda. And it was, you know, when you drink that soda, it has like the burn feeling. And so she was like, Oh, it feels so good. You know, like she's, she's like loving the, the Coke and she's, and so the practitioner, you know, is, continues to, to, continues to ask her questions about it. And, um, what does the Coke 
you know, how long have you, have you had this love for Coke? And it went back to when she was a kid. And do you have any memory of drinking, you know, drinking your first Coke? And she ended up having this memory of her, of her and her grandmother sitting on the porch swing, drinking Coca-Cola on summer days. And through the tapping experience, it came, it came to be that she was equating drinking the Coke with this connection with her grandmother and feeling loved. And once that, that came to be, there was this aha moment for her. And then when she went back to like, how bad do you want the soda now? After she'd had this realization, she's like, I don't really, I don't really want it. Like, okay, well, take a sip of it anyway and see how it feels. And then she took a sip and you could see the look on her face, like, oh, oh, that like it it bothers me, like the burning sensation from the so, you know, what she loved about it before, the carbonation was was bothersome to her now. Like, oh, it seems too too intense now. So it's really interesting how how that can happen once you have these kind of aha moments of of connecting, you know, the food or the drink with the memory of the past. Because once she understood that the Coke was just the Coke and not her grandmother's love, you know, she realized that maybe she didn't really enjoy it as much as, as she thought she did. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned at the start of all of this, that there's um, actually a fair amount of science behind EFT. Can you share some of that with us? Yes. So when we are tapping on the points, what's happening is that a message is being sent to the amygdala in the brain and the the amygdala is the um, part of the brain that controls fight or flight. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always like to remind people that that, that part of our brain is there to protect us, right? Mm -hmm. That part of our brain is there to serve us when we are in a situation where we do need to fight back or run, you know? Um, But in, in this day and age, when we're dealing with anxiety and stress on a, a huge level and, and that amygdala is going off when it does doesn't need to be, Mm -hmm. it's sending cortisol into the body, right? So when you're tapping on these points, what's happening is a message is being sent to the the amygdala and it's telling the amygdala, hey, you don't need to be in fight or flight right now. And it has been shown in a a group tapping session, and the study was done by Dr. Peter Stapleton, that tapping reduces the production of cortisol in the body by up to 43%. Wow. And I mean, it's a big number, you know, it's a really big number. And I think, I just love that. It's so, it's so simple. Just, just tapping and breathing is going to help you reduce that cortisol in your body. And when Mm -hmm. you're not in fight or flight, then you can make those better sound good decisions because when you're in that fight or flight mode, it's, you know, it's panic mode. And sometimes people say like, I can't even think straight, right? You can't even think straight because, because that the alarm center is going off and it's, and it's pumping your body full of, um, of, of the cortisol. So it's a great, it's a great tool to help reduce that and help you feel in control and calmer again. Right. Amazing. And so on the podcast, we're always um, talking about, you know, the difference between the primitive brain and the prefrontal cortex. And, and when it comes to food, we're always wanting to make decisions with our prefrontal cortex. But when you are um, allowing that primitive brain to be in charge, meaning, you know, it's in fight or flight mode and suppressing, you know, our higher, our higher functions. Um, And, you know, we talk a lot about different strategies of 
bring our, bringing ourselves back and allowing, you know, that, that thinky part of our brain um, to make the better decisions for us. So it sounds like EFT or tapping is just one more way um, that, that you can, um, can, can do that to put your yes. thinking brain back in charge. That's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. It's another, yeah. another tool for the toolbox. For another sure. tool for the tool. Well, we can never have too many. That <laughs> right. That's now, the truth. <laughs> you're, um, you're mentioning, um, tapping on points. Are there specific points that, that yes. we tap on when we do yes. this? There are, there are specific points and I can go through them if you'd like me to go through them. And I can also yeah. provide you with a, um, a PDF that you can put in the notes that people can, um, when they're listening to us, they can click and see it. Cause I know some people are more yeah. visual than. Yeah, that, that, that would be great. Well, we'll attach that to the show notes for sure. But if we could talk about them briefly now, yeah, just definitely. give people a sense. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So the first point is on the pinky side of the hand and it can be either, either hand. So I'm a righty. So I tend to use my right hand to tap and I'm tapping on the pink pinky side of my left hand. So that's the, that's the first point. And I will say before, before going through all of these, if you're if you're going to stop and, and tap with us, which I recommend you you do, um, just be mindful of if there's one point that you that you really gravitate towards. If there's one point you're like, oh yeah, I really I really like that one, because if you take anything away from this, it could simply be to just tap on that point and breathe when you when you start to feel overwhelmed or stressed out, and it can make you feel better. So. Got it. Got and, it. And some of these points that we're going to go through are points that we naturally will touch during the day. And we mm-hmm. might not even realize that we're, that we're touching them. So, well, even this, this one already, as I'm doing this, I realize I don't consciously tap it, but I will frequently massage the outside of my pinky when I'm nervous. Yeah. Like that's something I naturally do. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So the next, the next point is right in the top of the head, the center of the head. So if you take your kids to go to the doctor and they're measuring how tall they are, and when that stick comes down to like hit them in the head, it's like right in that center spot. That's where you (laughs) want to be tapping. Okay. And then the next point is at the start of the eyebrows. And for this one, you can be tapping with both hands. Um, for them. Uh, you don't have to, you could tap with, with one hand, but a lot of my clients will say that they feel uneven if they're not doing both at the same time. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we go to the side of the eyes. Okay. And then the next one is under the eyes. And then we go under the nose and then onto the chin crease and then the collarbone. So for the collarbone, you can use two hands here and you kind of, there's that center, center of your neck and you kind of go down an inch and then over an inch, inch and a half. So you're really on the fleshy part underneath the collarbone. Okay. So you can use two hands, one on each side, or you can bring your hand to the center of your, of your chest, really spread your um, thumb and index finger apart and just use that one hand. And you're going to be tapping on both of those points. So it's really just your preference, what feels the best. And then we're going to go underneath the arm. So for women, it's really the center of the bra strap. And for men, I would say, I guess like two and a half, three inches from the armpit. And then the last point is on the top of the hand between the pinky and the ring finger. Okay. And that's it. So that's what's called a round of tapping. 
I will say you can, if there's any point that you don't particularly like, um, it bother, it's bothersome for whatever reason, you can skip it. You don't have to do it. There's no wrong way of tapping. Um, so you want to make sure you want to make sure that you're, that you're comfortable. Okay. And then if there is a spot that you feel particularly drawn to, it's okay to, to spend more time there. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So that's what you do. You go through this round of tapping and we'll provide that PDF so that um, people can reference the spots as well. Yes. And and then what, what are you doing while you're tapping? So while you're tapping is when you start doing some talking. So when you're working with a practitioner, the practitioner is going to be peppering you with questions okay. to kind of ask you what's going on, right? What's, what's mm-hmm. bothering you. And um, then the practitioner will use those words to create sentences and guide you through the process. So I would say a sentence, you would repeat that sentence and we tap on, on each of the points. Um, you can also, if you go on YouTube, there are tons and tons of tapping videos that are available to you. Um, I have, I have some on my YouTube channel, but you could search any topic and, and find one and they can be helpful. They definitely can be helpful, but I will say, uh, EFT is most effective when you're using your own words because it's important that the words that you're using really resonate with you and, you know, sure. you know, you the best, right. And right. you know how you're feeling. So okay. using your own words is, is the way is really the way to go. And if you're just starting out, it can be as you can make it as simple as possible. So just focus on, um, you can focus on what's the most intense emotion that I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's anger and you could just say, I'm so angry. I'm so angry. Use the same sentence and tap on all of the points saying, I'm so angry. And then notice, does that anger shift at all? Did any other thought come up? Um, mm-hmm. If it did, then use that new thought as the new, as the new sentence. And it really yeah. is just like one thing leads to the next and it kind of unfolds naturally. That makes a lot of sense. So if we go back to that, that example of the urge for the chocolate or the, the chocolate craving, mm-hmm. What we often do inside my programs is um, we we talk about allowing the urge is the language that we use. And it's really just kind of sitting down and really feeling what it feels like to want the chocolate and like notice what that physically feels like in your body and sort of what thoughts or other emotions are kind of creeping in as you sit with that experience. Mm-hmm. Would it make sense to do tapping through that process? Yes, a hundred percent. I would encourage that too. Like, and you could just be saying, if the thought is, I really, I really want that chocolate. I really want it. And I feel it in my chest, like, you know, (laughs) longing for that chocolate. This is where I feel it, you know, and you just, you can just say those words, whatever is coming to your mind, just say those words and, and tap on it and then pause and notice if things are any different. And, and then, and if it is a, if it is a little bit um, less then just keep going, you know? Uh, And I will say if it feels even more intense, know that that can happen, right? Because when, when we are focused on something, when we are allowing ourselves to feel something and really hone in on it, the, the feeling can get a little bit more intense. That does not mean that tapping doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. It actually means tapping does work for you. You just need to keep tapping. So don't let that discourage you. If you are someone who's trying this and you're like, what? Oh, now I want it even more, you know, just keep, <laughs> just keep tapping. I promise. Okay? Oh, fair. Yeah. yeah. 
that that makes a lot of sense, actually, right? It, it makes a lot of sense that in some cases you would feel it a little bit more um, because you're paying attention to it. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Especially um, if it's the thing you've been, you know, so used to repressing or suppressing and running away from or throwing yourself into something else right? to avoid feeling it. Yeah. yeah. You may feel that intensity rise. Amazing. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you use tapping in your own life on a daily basis? Do you mm-hmm. have a routine around it? Is it something that you incorporate every day or um, yeah. is it more something that you just do in reaction to situations you find yourself in or, or emotions that you're feeling? Yes, I do incorporate it every day because I believe that this is one of those tools that you want to really practice because the more you practice it, the easier it's going to be to implement when you have those situations arise that are, you know, causing you pain or distress. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it doesn't have to be a lot. You don't have to, you know, I know when, when starting any kind of habit, right. It can be oh, oh something else I have to do. It can be daunting, um, but it can, you just, I always suggest adding it on to something you are already doing. So if you're taking a shower every morning, you know, while the, while the shampoo's in your hair, take a few minutes to, to tap on, on the points and do some breathing. Um, if you are someone who likes to meditate, or even if you're someone who struggles with meditation, I would encourage you to tap for a few minutes before meditating, because I find that allowing yourself to acknowledge all of those thoughts that are going through your head, which are often creeping up when you're trying to meditate. Oh Yeah. That saying yeah. them out loud and giving them that, that giving them that attention allows them to kind of move on. So it's a, I find it to be a bit easier to sink into a meditation um, when I do it when I tap for a few minutes beforehand. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to do that for sure because yeah. I have the early morning meditation practice. That's when I prefer to do it. Mm-hmm. But what often happens is like my to-do list or you know all of the things that are going to make me busy throughout the rest of the day start like. Mm-hmm. piling in. And I get this thought like, you know what, maybe I should skip it today and just get to it. Cause there's so many things. Mm-hmm. And I like, I feel like the stress kind of coming up and it takes me a fair bit of effort to, you know, to sit down and, and, and get to it. So I am going to experiment with that for sure. That's yes. Keep me posted. Yeah. I would love, I would so, love to hear, I, even if you just, yeah, just tap and say like, I have so much to do. I don't even know if I have time to do this. You know, all of those thoughts that are coming up, just tap and say them and see if that helps. Right. Right. And in, in terms of, of tapping for stress, um, specifically, do you have any additional tips for, for tapping for, for stress? Yeah. I find like a lot of my my women, um, stress eating is a huge thing for all of us. And so any other ways that we can incorporate to navigate, you know, stressful times or deal with, you know, stress management, I think is useful. Yeah. I think, um, when we talk about stress specifically, I think a lot of people carry it in different places physically, right? So if I'm to pose the question of when you feel stressed out, where do you feel it in your body? Most people have an immediate response to that. Um, for me, it's in my it's in my neck and in my jaw and in my shoulders. And so noticing and taking a moment to notice the, the sensations in your body and sometimes starting there can be the can be the easiest place to start when you're when you're new to this um, and noticing the level of tension that you feel in your body and tapping on that tapping on on the tightness you feel in in your shoulders or in your in your back wherever it may be and um, 
and see if you, you can reduce that because when the body is calmer, then the mind will be calmer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is, that is definitely something I would recommend if you're, if you are someone who's dealing with, with stress. Amazing. And then is it the same process for, for chronic pain? Cause I hear a lot of that, a lot of that too. A lot of us that, um, struggle with our weight and overeating have chronic pain issues underlying a lot of that as well. Is, is it the same process where you just focus on what you're feeling in your body and go through that, that cycle of tapping? Yes. Yes. I actually just had a session on Monday with a woman who has fibromyalgia and she was, I guess, having a a pretty bad flare up in, in her knees and so much so that she really hadn't been moving around a lot because the pain in, in her knees was, was so bad. And she was skeptical. This was a, this was an EFT workshop. So she was new to this. And I, I totally understand people being skeptical because I was skeptical when I was first introduced <laughs> to this. Um, but she volunteered and uh, for, for the demo and, uh, and we started and we started tapping on, and you want to get, when we're talking about physical pain, you want to get as specific as possible, specific with the location of it. So if we're talking about, you know, one knee, the, you know, let's say the right knee, the center of the knee or wherever it is, get as specific as, as, as possible, um, with the location. And then also with the type of pain, is it a pulsing pain? Is it a throbbing pain? Is it a pointed pain? Uh, specificity is specificity. I'm going to say that wrong. Is specificity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something I'm like that. <laughs> it's important. It's important. So, um, and that's it. That's in all aspects of, of tapping, but particularly with pain. So we, we talked, we tapped on how it was this, this throbbing pain. And then we talked on about like how long, you know, she'd been dealing with this for, and it was for, it was for years and um, how having this pain makes her feel, you know, it's really limiting. It's really frustrating. And we're tapping on all of these different, different aspects of the pain. And then we pause. And I asked her to check back in. And I, I think her, I think she rated it at like an eight. It was pretty high. And I, we pause and I ask her where she's at. And she's just like the look on her face. I was telling her, I'm like, I wish I had a picture of that. Like she, <laughs> she was just like this, this stunned kind of look like, oh my gosh, it really does feel better. Like this is, and she said, she's like, this is freaking me out. Right. (laughs) And I was like, it's okay. Let's not get freaked out by it. I will say that to people because we as humans, and I'm the same way, right? Like you want to figure out why, why is this working? Like, this is weird. Like this feels so weird. How is this working? Why is it working? And so I tried to remind her of like, you know, it's okay to be curious about that, but don't let, don't let that overshadow the fact that you are just feeling better. Let's just accept and like honor the fact that, that you're feeling better right now. Um, and she's just like, I just don't even understand this is happening. Like, <laughs> and so she, if I guess for three days, she did, she'd been in some significant pain. And then she's like, I think I can go wash the dishes now because she felt like good enough that she could just stand. And wow. I mean, I was, it, I, I mean, it's an honor for me to be able to, to guide people through the process. And that's really, mm-hmm. you know, that's really it. I, I'm just, I'm just a guide and you're doing all the work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, as the practitioner, it's like, it's my job to really help, help to kind of pick out what seems the most intense that you're sharing with me and right. then kind of go down that path and see where, where it leads us. 
And a path that we done, went down on really just like helped her to find that, find that relief from, from her pain. From so, her pain. Yeah. yeah. And then just, just to go back to the science, cause I'm, I'm actually really, really curious mm-hmm. is when you like, when you're tapping on one of these points in your body and you're focusing on the pain and that experience of the pain, what is actually happening in your body when you're doing the tapping? Well, you are, I think, I think there's probably several, several things that are, that are happening, but you're really rewiring your brain. I think you're rewiring your brain to perhaps how it's responding to the pain. Um, you're reducing the amount, the amount of cortisol in your body. And I don't know if there, you would probably know better than me if there is a correlation between cortisol and pain. I don't, I don't know, but, um, but I think it's just, it, it's like, I know you're reframing your thoughts too. Mm-hmm. And I think in reframing your thoughts that that can also impact how you're physically feeling. So right. it's not, my answer isn't super technical, but, um, I just know that it works and I'm, uh, and I'm just, I, I'm, I, I get so excited about it. Like seeing, seeing the, like that client's re- results was phenomenal and knowing that, this simple technique. Cause sometimes we, we were like, Oh, that just seems too easy. Right. Tapping on yeah. yourself, tapping on myself is going to help my pain. That seems ridiculous, you know? <laughs> um, and then, yeah. And then it works. <laughs> right, because My science brain would go there too. It's mm-hmm. like, why, why? And, and if it's so simple, then why aren't more people doing it? Mm-hmm. And, and I think, um, cause I get that question with my me- methods and coaching weight loss as well. And, it's is EFT a new thing? No, it's not no, new. It's not I think new. it's I think it's becoming more known. Okay. Uh, it was developed. It was developed by a therapist who was working with a client who had severe uh, fear of the water, and they kind of like naturally came came upon this whole ta- the tapping on the points, and then her mm-hmm. fear of the of um, the water was gone. Right. And so then this whole thing evolved. But yeah. 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 And there's, there's no, no doubt that it works. Um, and I, I, I find it, I find it fascinating. So thank you so much, um, for sharing this with us today. If people are interested in learning more about, um, tapping or you, is there a place that they can, they can go to find out more? Yes, absolutely. So I, uh, have a, uh, masterclass that is up on my website. So if you are interested in, having the whole, you know, seeing the whole workshop and learning more details about it, you can go to mindshiftwithlauren.com slash masterclass. And my website is just mindshiftwithlauren. I, um, I would love to have you on there. I do send out videos each week. So if you're interested, you can just go on there and, and sign up and stay in the, stay in the know on, on all things tapping. (laughs) That sounds amazing. And we'll put your website in the show notes for sure. Lauren, thank you so much. Any last parting words of wisdom for us? I would just say, just trust yourself, trust your intuition, tap and just keep tapping, tap away, tap, tap away. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. All right, Lauren, thank you so much for that incredible interview. 
If you'd like to know more about how to manage cravings and urges, a great place to practice this is inside our Nurse Yourself Body and Mind group coaching program. This is really a program where we give you all the tools that you need to lose weight and keep it off for good. And of course, as we know, dealing with cravings and urges is one of the biggest obstacles when it comes to losing weight, developing healthy habits, healing our relationship with food, and living a healthier life in general. And so if you're interested in learning more about this program, just head on over to www.nourishyourselfbodyandmind.com to find out more. If you have experience working with tapping or have given it a try on the basis of this podcast, I would love to hear your experiences. Just head on over to find me um, on social media at Wayza Health on both Facebook and Instagram, or feel free to send me an email anytime at michelle at wayzahealth.com. Thank you so much for listening today, and I look forward to talking to you again next week.